Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Kenny Landau. Hey, Kenny, how are you? Hi, how are you, Bent? Uh, very uh, nice uh, to meet you. It's very nice to meet you as well, Kenny. I'm glad to have you on the show. Kenny is the CEO and co-founder of Mitaverse. Mitaverse is a company that's focused on developing immersive environments for business, reimagining how people work and will become the business metaverse, enabling users to interact and experience the interconnected digital world in a true-to-life environment. So you see a lot of discussions about the metaverse. We're going to be talking about a company called Mitaverse, and Mitaverse is building the business side of things. So Kenny, excited to go through that with you. But before we get there, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Um, great. Thank you for having me. Um, again, my name is Kenny or Kenneth Landau. Um, I started my career, I'm a civil engineer with an MBA um, and started my career with McKinsey and Company as a consultant. Spent two years with McKinsey and Company when I decided that entrepreneurship was in my blood. So I actually left McKinsey to start my own business and spent the last 30 years building my own business. Uh, at the end of that period, I decided that I was ready for something different, something new. And uh, with a group of investors, I invested in Jaime Lopez, my co-founder and CTO. Uh, and uh, while working with Jaime, right before COVID, we made an investment in his business, a an immersive business in the real world. Um, and we made that investment in January of 2020. And so everybody knows what happened uh, the following uh, 60 days after we made that investment in a business that mm. was in the real world. And uh, Jaime and I were then challenged by, by the environment to either pivot our business, the one we had made an investment in him, or actually die. And uh, both of us got extremely creative with technology that Jaime was very aware and very familiar with, which was the Unreal Engine from Epic Games, an immersive technology. And we decided to deploy that technology for the future of business and create a business metaverse. Yeah, and voila, here we have Mitaverse. So tell me where we are and what you're working on right now with Mitaverse. Well, it's interesting because when we started the company, um, and I'm going to give you a little bit of flavor on how that happened, is that I go back to my partners and investors in Heim and I say, I think we should give it a shot and we should bring a one, a very good customer and create the technology for the future of the metaverse in business. And PepsiCo was our first customer. So we got oh, wow. very, very lucky to have a customer like PepsiCo bet on us and, and, and make sure that they were the first one getting into the metaverse on a wall garden metaverse, which we created. And since then, we've been acquiring customers that are looking into the future of the metaverse. So what we are creating is a wall garden metaverse using the Unreal Engine from Epic Games as our base technology, our gaming technology, but mm -hmm. creating an environment for businesses where they can interact, they can connect with not only internal stakeholders, but also bringing customers in. 
And so we're creating environments that are wall garden, cloud-based, immersive for them to be, actually have a face-to-face -face interaction whenever they cannot get together. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so by doing that, we're bringing people together we're from everywhere in the world. We have customers in Asia, we have customers in Europe, customers in the United States and customers in Latin America. But when they bring people together, they're coming from all over the world and they're having meaningful interactions in a 3D immersive environment. That's great. So that would be used for events, small gatherings of teams. Tell me kind of the use case, how companies like Pepsi are actually utilizing it. We have different use cases for different companies. Um, the commonality is they use it for getting people together. Uh, and so, for example, PepsiCo, they're doing internal events. They're doing networking uh, events. So they ask us to build a cafe for them where they can bring people from all over the world to sit down in different tables, each table with their own audio zone, and they can actually have interactions with people they have never met face-to-face -face in the past, and they feel they're there. Uh, but then we have the Sol Corporation, a, an aviation company from France, mm -hmm. Falcon Aviation. They create a, both commercial private airplanes as well as military airplanes, and we're working with the commercial airplanes so they created a showroom. That's the second very important use case we're creating for customers. We create a showroom where they can bring their assets. So there are 3D assets in there and they can bring then different stakeholders to interact with the assets. So we can actually bring different customers or potential customers of that company. They can bring them in inside the airplane, sit down and have a meaningful conversation about the airplane itself and how it configures itself and the different leathers and uh, carpets and wood that they want to see and they can change it on the fly and mm -hmm. see it inside the airplane. So that gives you an idea of how our customers are using the platform. Does it require hardware for the customer, for the Pepsi and Falcon executives? Do they have to have uh, essentially a virtual headset or anything like that? Like an Oculus? Well, our, our oh. platform is hardware agnostic. So the way we created it was that you can use it from any Mac or any PC and a browser. No need to even download an application to your computer. Thinking about enterprise, thinking about large corporations, they don't like to be downloading software. They don't like to be tied to any hardware. So just by clicking on a link, registering and going through a website into this immersive world, it's all you need. And we have created all the technology behind it. So all of this is being cloud stream using AWS infrastructure so that you can actually do it from anywhere at any time from any device. Now, the question becomes, can we do it with VR glasses? Absolutely, we could deploy, but mm. it's not something the corporations and the customers we have are actually asking us for right now. So yeah. we will deploy eventually also for VR. I think that that's wonderful. The flexibility there is critical. And certainly I would imagine adding another hardware element would just add another level of training and another hurdle. And so it's very exciting that it's flexible and can be used in multiple ways. But, you know, Absolutely. Kenny, we're at an interesting inflection point. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion about the metaverse. What actually is it? You know, we have big companies like Facebook changing their names to Meta. 
Yeah. And certainly a lot of discussion about the Web3 space and blockchain and all of those lovely, lovely cryptocurrency issues that we see. Tell me where you think we are right now, Kenny, in the whole evolution of this space. Well, it's very interesting because there is, as you said, a lot of noise, a lot of noise over Web3 and crypto and NFTs in metaverse and even within metaverse then you have several companies so let me first explain a little bit about what we believe the metaverse is and will be and basically it will be the transformation from a 2d interaction to a 3d immersive interaction the metaverse is not one company it's an ecosystem of different interactions with different platforms and if the bigger and the biggest companies in the world get their way with it, what you're going to see is people going from one platform to the next, depending on what type of interaction they're looking for. And so what we are finding right now is really at a great intersection where uh, companies like Meta, they're betting a lot on VR, but there are other companies like Roblox and Microsoft and uh, NVIDIA and Epic Games, that they're not actually making it hardware agnostic. They're actually mm -hmm. making it cloud agnostic. No matter where you are, you can use it. And so what the, the metaverse will be is a place where you can go in and do many different things from meetings to conferences to a, an exhibit. Uh, or you can go and play with your son after you finish your meeting in a conference room. And all that interoperability will be very critical so that you can have your own persona in the metaverse and uh, and so you don't require to log in and log out from five different platforms to go through your journey and for me personally it's very important to send the message that we are not betting nor we want the face-to-face -face interactions to be eliminated to the contrary i don't think we can live without face-to-face Right. The question is how we can enhance when you're not face-to-face, -face, and that's the role of the metaverse. So right. when you're making an online purchase, how do you enhance the interaction between you and the website that you're purchasing from? Can you imagine just going to a store, walking the store, clicking on the item you want, that it becomes 3D, that you can turn around? And if you have a question, you can bring someone that will turn on the camera face-to-face -face with you and have that interaction with you. That's where we believe the metaverse will bring value to people and instead of destroying value. And uh, we're very, very happy to be part of this ecosystem right now, bringing the interaction within companies inside, yeah. also then bringing customers in to do that. So, Kenny, I'm going to shift gears a little bit here because I think it's fascinating. You started metaverse at a moment really of inflection for business in general. I really think that we'll look back at this pandemic as a watershed moment from the past to the future. And certainly I think the start of your business is a good example of that. So tell me a little bit about that journey from April 2020 when you dusted off the new logo and launched everything to where we are today. Well, it was, uh, as I mentioned before, it was a moment to pivot or die. And as many companies, uh, we pivoted and we saw an, a very big opportunity to create a platform that will bring people together in a way that has not been done before for businesses. And so it has been very interesting because we have, uh, we have deployed many different technologies to make it more and more real. We want people to feel they are there. And it's, it's fascinating to see how our customers, when they spend a day on the platform, because our customers 
have the platform readily available for them 24 seven for the whole year. So they spend time in there. I mean, they can may spend an hour today or an hour tomorrow, but then they do events. And in those events, they may spend eight hours or three days for eight hours. And what we hear them saying is fascinating. When we hear them saying, I spent time with band inside the platform, right? That, 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 that is so fascinating and so energizing for us because we understand that the impact we are creating goes beyond just a platform or the metaverse. We're connecting people. And that's, that's really what, what keeps us going, making sure yeah. we can make people connect. And so the journey has been amazing because we went through a, we have done a, two rounds of financing since then, making wow. sure we keep the company going. And we need to make sure that we continue to bring people together from our organization. But as many companies do today, we have right now 45 people in every single continent in the world in so many different cities. So we are remote, 100% remote, uh, but still we bring people together. So we did a, a, um, a, a um, meeting for the whole company in Panama uh, this year to make sure we connected physically. Uh, and so a lot of people were saying, why are you doing that? Why are you bringing people together? You're the metaverse. You're supposed mm -hmm. to bring them into the metaverse. It is because of the same thing. We need to make sure we don't lose that face-to-face -face interaction. So uh, again, bringing technologies together, making sure that we create that space where people feel safe. That's very important. We have created mm -hmm. a metaverse where people can feel safe because it's a wall garden metaverse. So when we create a metaverse for PepsiCo or for Dassault or for Truvers, we're doing it in a way that they control their own, their own environment. We're not controlling it. They don't allow people that they don't want in. And that's very important because there is a misconception about decentralization of Web3 and metaverse and metaverse not necessarily is decentralized. You may make, you may make a, a, a metaverse that is actually controlled by the company that owns it and right. they will allow people to come in or not come in. And that's part of our business model and how we brought it up to life. That's really interesting. And I mean, what a fascinating ride. I mean, we were all spending so much more time online and in various conference room facilities, whether it be a Zoom or a Microsoft Teams meeting. And certainly there were moments where we all were looking for enhanced ways of doing those things and yep. uh, more appealing. And to be perfectly honest, I think something just new, right? Something where people, because there was that lag of always being online, you really do need to kind of challenge and think. And so what a great opportunity to launch Metaverse and the solutions that you and your team are providing. But you know, here we go into 2023. There still is a lot of discussion about all things metaverse and how things are developing. And certainly there have been lovely kind of bumps in the road as people probably rationalize the challenges of things like cryptocurrencies, but so much promise, so much opportunity in the metaverse, broadly speaking, and in blockchain technology. I mean, what do you think 2023 looks like for us? I would say that 2023 is going to be a, a year of adoption and uh, a year of education. Enterprise companies, I mean, corporations, they there are two commonalities I find on every large corporation, again, PepsiCo-like corporations that we meet every single day. There are two commonalities. One, they don't clearly yet understand what the metaverse is. And I don't think anybody mm -hmm. really understands. We're going through this process. But the second one is they know they have to be part of it because they remember 30 years ago 
when Web2 came about, when the websites came about and the e-commerce came about and how important it is today, the early adoption that they had in the 90s. So we're seeing that commonality. And I think that this year is going to be a consolidating year where companies are going to start embracing the metaverse and start mm -hmm. using it for internal use cases before they go outside their organizations. And uh, we are really well positioned for that because what we're doing is doing exactly that. We're educating customers. We're bringing customers into the platform in a way that is accessible financially, both financially as well as technologically, which is mm -hmm. important because if it would be a technology, as you said before, that requires specific hardware where they need to make in large investments in hardware, you're making it more difficult for them. But if technolog technologically speaking, it's easy for them to embrace, and financially speaking, they can afford it, then it's a, a path to success. So we want to make sure we bring as many corporate customers to start embracing the metaverse, understanding the metaverse, so they can then take it to the next level in 2024 and start bringing customers in, start dealing with e-commerce, start dealing with showrooms so that you can actually buy in those showrooms an airplane, a car, or a shoe from Nike. So we need to bring everybody together in that respect. That's great. Well, Kenny, I mean, amazing to talk with you about the progress that Mitaverse has made over the last couple of years, and certainly also just helping spread the word on where we really are, what could be the business opportunities, how businesses should consider playing around with this stuff. It's really helpful. If someone wanted to reach you and talk more, where's the best place to find you? Um, we can, you can log in. I mean, you can go to our website, www.mitaverse.com. Dot com, uh, But you can always email me, Kenny at Mitaverse.com. I mean, we have a very small organization, even at 45 large, we feel we're very small. We have that touch, direct touch with our customers and potential customers, and we treat the, each one of them as the only customer. So you can email me. I'll make sure that we reach out to any person wanting to understand and do a demo to understand better the, the Metaverse. We're, we're uh, an ambassador of the metaverse. And that's well, what I mean, I think uh, just to see the demo and to understand it better is something that every business that should do. This is definitely the way development is going in general. And so we read the headlines sometimes and perhaps people think it's not happening, but it's happening. Uh, you know, Kenny, this has been super interesting to talk with you about the progress that Mitaverse has been making. We've been speaking with Kenny Landau. He's the CEO and co-founder of Mitaverse. Mitaverse is a company focusing on developing immersive environments for business and really reimagining how people will work and building that business metaverse that will enable users to interact and experience the interconnected digital world in a much more true-to-life environment. Kenny, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.